This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi maaf nahi karte. When the public pays the public is served and when advertisers pay advertisers served. Subscribe to News Laundry, help keep news independent and also help us grow so we can do more stories for you and bring you more podcasts. So thank you so much for joining us. Today on the panel we have our associate editor Manisha Pandey. Hello. We have our consulting editor Anandanathan. Hello. Uh, we have Madhu Trehan who will just be joining us because we have so much to do in office because we are sh- so short staffed. She's just between places so that's why you guys should subscribe so we can get more people. <laughs> and joining us from Bombay is Paranjoy Guha Thakurta. Hi Paranjoy. Namaskar. Main Mumbai mein hu. Aajkal is jagah ko Mumbai kehte hai Bombay nahi. Okay. Mumbai se <laughs> Thakurta sahab jo originally Kolkata ke hain, hai na? जी हां जी हां मैं यहीं पे हूं और आ, मेरा परिचय अगर आप चाहते हैं आ, मैं संपादक हूं आई एम द एडिटर ऑफ द इकोनॉमिक एंड पॉलिटिकल वीकली यस एंड यू हैड यू स्टार्टेड योर करियर इन 1977 यू वर्कड विद बिजनेस इंडिया बिजनेस वर्ल्ड टेलीग्राफ इंडिया डे पायनियर यू इतना शर्माइए मत मेरे को 40 साल हो गया मैं बुढ़ापा आई एम अ सीनियर सिटीजन हां आई नो यू आर अ सीनियर सिटीजन बट आई आल्सो वांट देयर टू मोर इंट्रोडक्शंस दैट आई वांट टू मेक you're not just a journalist you're a director and a producer of documentaries as well uh, including one called grabbing eyeballs what's unethical about television news in india and editorial selling news or products and most importantly you self published a book called gas wars crony capitalism and the ambani's which i have read and i think i interviewed about you about that and i think you had a uh, reliance came after you uh, mukesh bhai is that right that's why he's in well, mumbai the lawyers uh, representing the two brothers issued me four sets of legal notices oh and what's the status now nothing came out of it they never took me to court <laughs> oh so but no. have you but have you subscribed to jio or not <laughs> are you are you no, i haven't I, i must confess i haven't yet done that i must do it one of these days very soon now see you can get your money back if you just do some free data downloading from jio but okay moving on i'll just quickly go over what all we'll discuss today uh, the supreme court orders lk advani murli manohar joshi and umarti to be tried on criminal conspiracy charges uh then the former delhi chief justice has written a scathing piece on nationalism um it's actually a speech he delivered oh he's a speech yeah. okay. i see then uh, uma bharti says she won't resign and koi maika lal kuch nahi kar sakta unka bsf sacks tej bahadur yadav vijay malya arrested and granted bail in 3 hours china announced the names of six places in arunachal after the lai lama's visit the video of a kashmiri being tied to military jeep and general panag's comment which caused a twitter outrage and then try episode we'd like to discuss that a little bit sunu nigam's tweet i wouldn't like to discuss that for too long but i would like to discuss why it became like prime time news and there was nothing else happening in the country and the red beacon cars banned that is a very welcome sign i'm glad the prime minister has done that um and if you have time we'll discuss a little more but before we start i mean and then i have to say hmm. that we are worried because uh, the producers of lagan might sue us why like times now is going to sue angrez apna lagan ah, so can you not repeat that next time please angrez apna lagan i ashutosh gowarikar should come after me <laughs> with pleasure that's what i want but uh, also sorry aiadmk amma group announced that it has decided to keep vk sasikal and tt dinakar out of the party uh, that entire fracas also maybe we can discuss that a little bit So, 
let's start with our guest paron joy this week yes. in your view what was the most important piece of news that dominated headlines or didn't uh you know that's not an easy question to answer hmm. for instance today's all all of today's newspapers web, websites last evening's television channels were all dominated by one story that's a supreme court directive on the whole uh, ayodhya babri masjid issue and the fact that lk adwani murli manohar joshi uma bharti among others were now going to be i mean, I mean the whole trial proceedings against them are going to be expedited right now now though this is a big big story at the same time you'll find that this story might fade away day after tomorrow i mean so these stories sometimes their lives tend to be shorter than you think but nevertheless i think this is arguably the biggest story it happens to have broken yesterday in the sense that the supreme court a uh, directive came yesterday yes but given the fact that this has been dragging on for a quarter century the the babri masjid was demolished in december 1992 hmm. so this is and and it, there is a legal aspect to it there's a political aspect to it i mean the whole issue is so big that i think if you ask me it is the biggest story yes Okay um Anand, you want me to elaborate on why I say it's the biggest story I could hold forth for a few more minutes No we'll get to that as well Anand do you think it's the biggest story uh, is it a political story or is it a story of justice or is there something more than meets the yeah, eye I I agree with uh, Pranan Joy because it uh, as you say it has two aspects to it one is the uh, the as they say the wheels of justice hmm. are grinding you know it's like chakki piecing 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 it's hmm. been like 20 30 years and the other is the political aspect to it because many people are saying that this is uh, modi's doing payback it's payback uh, uh, and uh, you see the, the thing is because cbi is not independent yeah it's not yeah of course <laughs> that's what i'm saying yeah because it is not mm. it was supposed to be arun jaitley gave a pledge when he was in opposition that first thing we're going to do is to make cbi independent mm. but of course as so many other pledges that he gave this one also is you know eaten dust uh well of course conspiracy theories will fly you know so uh, manisha yeah, it is a big story okay uh, moving on to um you know the second thing that i'd like to talk about is um this delhi chief justices speech anand let me start with you too much cuz i i suspect you think that you know it was always a problem why is he so concerned now okay, in in just a couple of words i'll tell you what he he said justice ap shah who is the former chief justice of the delhi high court has said that this imposition of nationalism is problematic and he has slammed the judiciary for not upholding free speech uh and he's saying that's really dangerous for a country basically nichor baat ka wo nichor hai bilkul yeah so i you know i i as i said i am a absolute fan of justice shah if i remember he was the one who actually struck down 377 hmm and it was a crime that the supreme court actually lobbed it back in the parliament's uh, yes. uh, you know court hmm. so and he's i completely agree with him in the sense that if you remember the the supreme court court and court judgment because it is not a uh, Uh, considered judgment about people have to stand and uh, right. you know during national anthem and all that so he's absolutely right you know this nationalism thing and and uh, uh, you know I, i i completely agree with him but why do you think a lot of other justices in this country 
have this view of nationalism which is which is a nationalistic view of nationalism but i mean and then this is because they are from our own society you know very rarely do you find justices who are uh, i mean it's like you know as we know now uh, our nation is divided into left wing and right wing hmm. very few people you would find who are wingless or you know whatever or chicken wing or, <laughs> or chicken wing hmm. or colonel uh, but uh, the, the whole point is that when you see a judge who is able to dissociate himself or herself a from a possible ideology that he or she may have or secondly look at it in an amazingly objective fashion because after all that is the role that a judge must play sure. especially when there is no jury hmm. you know it becomes all the more important it's very challenging his word as well. is the final word i mean i say okay in high court it's not but supreme court yeah. i mean generally and anand vardhan in the previous hafta or the hafta before that had said that there has to be a process where hindus need to start feeling you know to, to sort of make amends for the wrongs of the medieval india when we were speaking about how there is a there is a feeling among a large section of hindus that you know the wrongs that were committed against hinduism have to be corrected and is there a point that even if that is so that resolution has to be found in modern india modern democratic india not in medieval india so the whole point of this justification where you were tearing down a structure today for what happened back then i mean that discourse has to change and politicians and journalists have to do that hmm. see i i just want to say one thing <clears throat> please bear with me for like 30 seconds what is justice justice is to deliver something to humanity a feeling that you cannot take pride and joy from a crime from an illegality okay so while i i distinctly remember the day when it fell down and after that uh, you know i i felt like millions feel now keep uh, you know few of them uh, a lot of them feel now that there should be a hospital ya mandir masjid isai ghar ye aur gurdwara ek sath banao now i've i've come to believe that you know the the principal fight for or against babri masjid is by religious groups and as an atheist i can take a detached Uh, view of it which is that when people believe jesus walks on water when people believe jesus jesus was born of immaculate conception when islam uh, in islam they believe they're flying horses and everything fair enough uh, 800 million or 400 500 million P- hindus believe that ram was born there hmm. let supreme court decide okay there there is archaeological evidence or not or whatever it is but during the time it does that it must not allow people to take pride and joy in something that was a crime so rebuild it brick by brick to the original no, babri structure and then supreme court should decide on it whichever way it goes okay, we have to move on to the next subject uh, paranjay i'll give you the last word yes. of this quickly before we uh, move uh, on to the next can i briefly intervene you know That's this brain. point is very very important hmm. what is history what is factually correct one is not even talking about interpretations of history what is historic and what is mythology I think what is a myth? I think it's very, very important. You know, I remember asking, I remember asking Mr. Advani this question, and he said it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He said so long as large numbers of people believe that Lord Ram was actually born in that spot, in that very place where the Babri Masjid stood, that's what matters. I said, but then. What is the evidence? I mean, is there archaeological evidence? Is there historical evidence? Is it? It doesn't matter. Yeah, but that's the, the position. The that's the position of so, many people that it doesn't. I think we yeah. move back in time. Okay, now we come to a bit where I have to 
get into a debate with Anand Ranganathan on a brilliant piece he wrote about Ambedkar. Oh, who you. I also think is a is my hero in a lot of ways. It was how historians have conve- con- conveniently ignored what Ambedkar said about Islam. And he was very critical about it. And they just keep harping on how critical he was about Hinduism because it suits the liberal, you know, uh, left of center narrative. Now, while I think it's a brilliant piece and it's important, I disagree on two specific things, Anand. Please. One is where there is an expectation that every historian, you know, I know you have issue with Guha, who I really think in India, in contemporary India, there's not such a great... In fact, we have a letter regarding history, which is addressed to Mr. Vardhan. I'll read that after this debate. That they haven't explored this issue. Now, as long as they haven't made up stuff, I don't think anyone can have God's theorem that they've explored everything. That is one. And the other is, you said, when you don't like the text, you talk about context. But context is everything. So I will read out this piece of the man you consider a hero. And you must read this book, Worshipping False Gods, where uh-huh. Arun Shori has ripped apart Mr. Ambedkar unfairly because he has stripped it of context. I quote Dr. Ambedkar, The Baniya is the worst parasitic class known to history. I hope all you Agarwals, Guptas, Kothiwals are listening to this. Is there a Banya here? The Banya is the, is the worst parasitic class known to history. In him, the voy- vice of money-making is unredeemed by culture or conscience. He is like an undertaker who prospers when there is an ap- epidemic. The only difference is that the undertaker does not create an epidemic while the Banya does. With no conscience, there is no fraud and no chickenery that he will not commit. His grip over the nation is complete. The whole of poor, starving, illiterate India is mortgaged to the Banya. So... Anand, do you think Ambedkar was a casteist bigot based okay, on those so two paragraphs? Let me address this first mm. and then to the other point about, you know, Guha and other historians. You see, the point in this, what he said about, it is extreme generalization in my view. It is like when people say Germans have no bloody sense of humor or British don't know how to they cook. They don't. They don't. Well, there you go. You know, so you will always find some Germans who, in fact, I had a German friend, Torsten, who they had a fantastic laugh. sense Japanese of Japanese can't laugh. They only laugh at people The falling. whole Lufthansa ad is based on that. Hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. Hmm. Okay, so he has stereotyped and he has generalized, right? But it is different from saying that, is, there, is he saying this in context or not? Now, if he was talking of a particular banya, right? I hate to use, first of all, I hate to use this word hmm. banya and, you know, any because hmm. I... I, I'm not, I don't want to even mention caste and mm. this thing, but if he was talking of someone, you know, from this caste, and in between, he kind of inserted this, that look, this is what Banias are. Now, I personally, I, you know, you can say, all right, well, you know, there could be a context because he's talking of a person and maybe, you know, in vilifying that person, he's kind of taken on, you know, the whole shape of the caste and, and everything. But, when he's talking of, let's say, a book that hasn't changed for 1400 years and that God has ordained shall never change, and he's made some statements, which I write in my article, you, it is context devoid. No, no. You can, I'm so not saying there's anything so wrong with say, that, but I'm only talking about, I'm not saying that there is no valid critique of Islam. I myself have written a piece saying that yeah. there's something deep. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the expectation that just because someone hasn't explored this side of a person, that person is not credible. Okay, you so have, not, you have written the... eight pieces on Ambedkar. Yeah. You have not explored the side. And this was a slur on Bapu because he was talking about that Banya as well because that Banya had India eating out of his hand. And this man was so bitter because he was getting 
trampled on he couldn't win an election because they thought they'd sweep you know he voted for pakistan he voted for separate electorates then he did a u turn i mean and uh, i i may not get the exact uh, quote but shori has written when he said that i would rather be ruled by an oppressive british mm. than a, a than a blood sucking uh, brahmanical order uh, he opposed independence at several occasions and when you see the uh, letters that shori has quoted between these viceroys and their exchange with the raja they used to refer to him yeah he is dying to be on the high court he's applied for because you had to get a permit to then he was on some uh, committee that uh, the british royal empire had set up when the quit india movement happened he was happily taking every position they gave him now i can understand that i think his angst with the brahmanic lord was valid i'm not saying it wasn't valid all i'm saying is just because you have not explored that side but only explored the greatness that doesn't make you any less of a writer no, just because goha hasn't explored this anti islamist side of ambedkar doesn't make him less of a historian everyone explore their side all of you listening in uh, the chota hafta do subscribe so you can listen to the entire hafta we will see you again next week with the hafta till then subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served and advertisers pay advertisers served thank you goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport. Visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.